Welcome to the Pan Geekery Podcast, a weekly live video podcast celebrating all things geek from an all diverse perspective. Welcome back, everybody, from our uh, mid-season hiatus. My name is Earl Balon. I'm an actor improviser based in Los Angeles, California, and my first D&D character was a human paladin in back in uh, AD&D. Um, I mean, Dungeons and Dragons 2nd Edition, 2.5 maybe. Oh my god, I thought you were going to say something like AD20 or something, and I'm like, you were not alive then! Uh, okay, so hello, I'm Jennifer Zhang, I am an actor, writer, artist, and um, my f uh, first D&D character was a ninja uh, named Junyi, which is my Chinese name, and uh, she was also a rogue, uh, like half-elf type. Nice. <laughs> Hey guys, my name is Caitlin Fay. I'm an actor, writer, director, and a musician. And my very first D&D character was uh, was none other than here on Pan Geekery last summer. I created a character named Jane Snow. I don't remember what class she was. Right. I don't even know. <laughs> oh, she was a mage? Okay. Jen remembers, but I don't. Okay, I, I was a mage. She threw fireballs and yelled at Jen. For stealing a potato. I totally forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. <laughs> and as you can see today, we are joined by uh, our special guest host, Mr. Andy Lowe. What's up, Andy? Hello, uh, my name is Andy Lowe. I am Woo. the uh, director of production at East West Players, uh, and I am also director and uh, other creator of other random things. <laughs> but, uh, and my uh, first, actually, you know what? I did not have a, a first D&D character. My first RPG character was on a system called Champions. And wow. I was a, a monk. Uh, I was a, a, a spirit hunting monk uh, that we had created. So. Interessante. <laughs> wow. Champions. Well, uh, so welcome back, everybody. Uh, what's up to everybody in chat? How have you all been? Hello to Aaron Nabis, Angfernal Oddball. Good to Hello. see you guys back in chat. Yay. And uh, really quick, because of uh, what day it is, I just want to give a really quick shout out to our, uh, our showrunner slash uh, exec producer, Mr. Rodney Cahuto, because tomorrow is his birthday. Yay! We are going to... Jesus. <laughs> I'll have it on hand. It's kind of, it's a little aye, far aye, right aye. now. <laughs> Happy birthday. Aye, Thank you, Angfernal and Aaron Nabis. Kobu Music. This is going great. <laughs> I take this over restaurants and every day. Thank you. All right. So we got a packed episode for you today. Uh, we've got a lot of things to go over. Uh, first of all, we're going to have a uh, our very special guest, Mr. Francois Chow. He's joining us on the show. Uh, we're going to talk about um, some... We are going to talk about a couple of shows. Um, 
we're going to catch up on the DC Fandom, uh, Lovecraft Country, Episode 1, and Ep- Umbrella Academy, Episode 1. So both of those things are on the table. We are talking about those. So uh, just be warned, uh, spoilers will be abound. And with that, let's bring on our very special guest for today, Mr. Francois Chow! Hey! Unmute. Unmute. Hey. Right. There he is. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> Good, thanks. Cool. Uh, as long as that's like the most difficult thing I have to do, then we're good. Just on the <laughs> you're, you're doing great. Yeah, you're doing, you're doing great. great. So Thank you for joining you us. Yeah. Oh, thanks for having me, you guys. This is going to be fun. I'm, um, I guess you can call me pretty much geeky i think you are you are you are definitely well, geeky and you've been in so many up. geeky things sorry right yeah right. exactly so many <laughs> geeky properties um i mean do you ha- yourself have like a fandom is there like one, one thing you get geeky about um by, by fandom you mean like it's just something that i i'm like obsessed with or i'm like uh, some yeah. show yeah. or something a fan mm-hmm. of um mm, I'm pretty. I'm. I'm pretty much a big uh, sci-fi geek. Nice. And uh, Makes sense. anything, um, you know, anything like uh, Game of Thrones kind of thing. Oh uh, yeah. This is pretty much, uh, except for that last three that last episodes. <laughs> <laughs> that whole thank goodness. Thank goodness. Yeah. That whole yeah. last last oh. season. Uh, <laughs> it was so good. And then I, I like you. So- <laughs> <laughs> I approve of you, Francois. Uh, Francois, so like um, you've been in so many properties, uh, a lot of stuff that people would uh, remember. Specifically, we're talking about The Expanse and uh, Lost, but also Ghost of Tsushima, which just came out uh, this Mm -hmm. past month. Uh, And uh, one thing that most of us uh, might not remember on this chat, well, maybe a few of us, is we were talking about, uh, we were looking at your IMDb, and we saw that you played Shredder in uh, TMNT2, (laughs) Secret of the Ooze. And we all, like, that's when we lost our minds for real. Or at least the older members of our... Yeah, yeah. Well, Jen and I weren't born yet. So. I was going to say, I don't think any of you guys were born yet. I'm kidding. Ki- I, actually, I was alive. I don't know if Jen was. <laughs> I was not. I, okay. I was... <laughs> when did it come out? 1990? Yeah. I think it was, yeah. Yeah. I was a child. Jen wasn't alive yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, Way to well, out me. Feel old yet? High school. I know. <laughs> what, what got you started into acting, though? Um, I, I guess I got interested, uh, like most, most of the actors, uh, Probably around high school time, um, I, I, you know, I, I've told this story so many times now. Uh, I went to uh, like an all boys Catholic high school. Oh no! Which uh, one? <laughs> <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the one that produced, and that I, you know, it's, it's, you don't have to say it's all. That's something that uh, <laughs> it produced you. <laughs> well, it produced me, but it also produced our one of our. Two of our Supreme Court judges. Oh, oh wow. wow. Kavanaugh and Gosevich. Oh, so, oh. Wow. that's not something I'd like to <laughs> that's not the podcast too much. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, it was called Georgetown Prep. It was all, all boys um, run by Jesuits. It was kind of like Deadpool Society, you know. Yes. Oh, wow. Sort of, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had, we had day, day students like me, and we also had boarders right. and, you know. 
but it was all boys and it was by by I'd say sophomore and end of sophomore year junior year I was you know I was like I'm just going pretty crazy because I was like where do I go meet girls where do I you, know? <laughs> <laughs> you have to go to so I went to um, all girls schools and auditioned for shows that's so smart. Wow. If I could so you know, him. get in there, I, you know, at least I could hang around some girls. <laughs> a thinking girl. man. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, Big brain energy right there. Uh, so then, you know, once I started doing it, I thought, oh, wow, this is, uh, this is fun. This is like something I could do, maybe. Uh, and then after that, I went to uh, college. Uh, I got my degree in um is it a BFA in acting, which, nice. uh, yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I can say that, but it doesn't, you know, for all you guys out there going to school, it's, it's good to have it, but it, once you get out of school, it's, it's, it's nothing. <laughs> Don't tell that to Jen. <laughs> she mastered, she you can, mastered. You, can, you know, you can't go into the <laughs> office and say, hey, look. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. That's why I dropped after the first year. That's why I didn't finish. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. it's uh, you know, it's great. And uh, where, yeah, where so, geographically were you actually? Uh, I was on the East Coast. I was in Washington, D.C. D.C. Oh, oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And once I graduated, all my fr most of my friends uh, went up to New York. I knew I wanted to do film and TV, so I came out to L.A. Mm -hmm. uh, and man, I you know I've been incredibly lucky since I came out here. It was just uh, it was good, you know. What can I say? Clearly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you're one of the you know most notable Cambodian American actors out there right now, you know. So I, it, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. It was no, it's, it's great. I, I was uh, I, I'm so glad that uh, there are other. Uh, I guess, what you say, upcoming generation of Cambodian American actors, because mm -hmm. for a while there, uh, it was it was myself and the late uh, Hang Noor, mm -hmm. uh, and you know that, that that was pretty much it. <laughs> that was pretty much it. So, yeah, no, it's good. There's there's a lot more uh, very talented people coming up. Did you ever meet uh, Hang? Actually, yes, I did. I, I worked with him on a movie. Um, Wow, it was uh, oh, must be like twenty five, maybe longer, twenty five years ago. We did a movie, uh, like a Vietnam War movie, and we shot it in Sri Lanka. Oh, wow. So, wow! Yeah, so uh, I, I hung out with him for a while there, and he was a really great guy. Um, and uh, I actually, I, uh, I did a, sh a play. Uh, in Boston a long time ago called uh, Cambodian Odyssey mm. and it was based on his autobiography and they, they made it into a play and I played him no way uh, which was, cool. it was pretty interesting <laughs> that's pretty awesome Cambodian yeah. Odyssey I'm just re looking up the book right now <laughs> You actually something you, you haven't read, Earl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was very well read. <laughs> actually, also, he's like, I've never heard of this. Sorry. <laughs> uh, you, you also did did a play actually out here, right? Uh, a number of years ago called Extraordinary Chambers, right? Yeah. 
actually yeah. on a, at the Geffen. Yeah. At the Geffen. Yeah. How was that? That was that was fantastic. It was really, um, man. It's um, it's that was like, what are we twenty twenty? It was like uh, nine, almost ten years ago, I think, when we did yeah, it. Time flies. Yeah, but it was it was it was really great. I uh, I had done a couple of workshops of it before it got to the Geffen. Wow. And, um, so you were on there for from like the ground floor. Uh, no, I, there's a couple other actors just started it, but then, you know, uh, uh, somebody suggested they call me and then I started working on it and, um, it's, it was, you know, it's like really you say this a lot, but it's a, like a role of a lifetime where, mm. uh, I was working on it I was doing it and I thought, wow, this guy is me, you know, mm. except for the, the, the being, a you know, a, Genocidal murderer. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from that yeah. tiny detail, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, it was a, you know, a Cambodian guy who had, who spoke French and who uh, you know had, I, I don't speak Khmer, but um, it was kind of tailor made for me. So I thought, ah, oh, this is this is great. It was it was a great experience. I was going to ask, do you speak French? Because you lived a bit in France for a while, right? French is my first language. <gasps> oh wow. That's what I spoke when I was. Et vous français? Mais oui, bien sûr. Oh, chanté. Yeah, yes. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I used to speak uh, when I was younger. I, I spoke French and um, Vietnamese. Oh wow! Oh, I, uh, I left sense. Vietnam. I lived on on my way over to, here to the states. I lived uh, with a foster family in in France for uh, gotta be like over a year or so. And um, all I spoke was French. When you're a kid, I lost all my Vietnamese. Oh, no. Day. Yeah, to this day, I'm like, ah. That. I wish I could have, you know, I can, when I hear it, people speaking Vietnamese, I go, oh, hey, yeah, I can, I know it's Vietnamese. I just don't understand it anymore. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. <laughs> I know that it's I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you don't use it, you lose it. You got it. You like got many it. other things in life. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> when did you end up uh, picking up English then? Uh, when I came here, it was, uh, I think I was around, I must have been like seven, seven or eight. Oh, okay, wow. So I had to go to like a bilingual school at first. It was uh, French and English. And mm. then, it didn't take me too long to learn. You know, I, I think I, when you're a kid, you, you can learn it pretty fast. And I, I learned it very fast because all I did was watch TV. Mm, <laughs> that'll, that'll help. Same. I've heard. Same. Yeah, it yeah. was great. <laughs> What were your uh, shows back then? Hmm. Well, of course, original Star Trek. Nice. Oh, uh, wow. And uh, all these shows from the 60s, uh, I would like, uh, I, 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 you guys probably, I bet you, <laughs> many of you know any of these shows. <laughs> I was like a, the man from Uncle. Anybody know that? Yeah, man from yes, Uncle. Yes, of course. Oh, yeah. You're okay. Uh, of course, Batman. Yes, he's Batman. <laughs> Adam, yeah. West, Batman. Adam West. Yeah. Wild Wild West. No. Oh I mean, yeah. West, yeah. I, the 1999 film. Talk about one with Will Smith and the giant. <laughs> yeah. The, the steampunk. I know. The steampunk. Uh, with West. <laughs> yeah. With one. Kevin Klein. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Same thing. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. Yeah. 
But I, I watched all of them. I watched. I loved. Uh, I'm a big Western fan. Oh, nice. Uh, I've watched, and then you know what? There's a there's a channel now. I think I forget what it's called, but they they play westerns all the time. They play like Gunsmoke and Bonanza. Mm, and stuff. Yeah. I just love those shows, and I watch them now, and I just go, man, what? They're so racist. Anymore. It's so what? true. Though. Everything is like. Oh, look, it's the bad Indian guy. And, oh, yeah, uh, and, know, right. and the other. Guy. You know, there's a lot of shows where you, you watch when you were a kid and you go, man, this yeah. is great. And then you watch it now and you go, wow. Like, ooh. You, you see a different light. Yeah. yeah. Even from a few years ago. Yeah. Right. Like, that, that, that passed. That didn't age. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't age. You know, because I, I have a friend of mine who, African American gentleman who used to work for Rockstar. Uh, mm. uh, video game company who created the um, Red Dead Redemption. RDR, right. And, um, you know, it was interesting. I, I remember when I played through and I asked him about this, you know, there are a lot of African-Americans throughout that game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and of course him being an African-American and meeting some of his friends who were also African-American coders and, and designers on that game. And they were like, you know, I mean, we did the research. Uh, uh, and so it wasn't even like a conscious decision to do it or not do it, it was that they were doing historical research mm-hmm. and so many of those settlers were, you know, escaped slaves or mm-hmm. freed slaves. Yeah. Uh, so it was it made all the sense in the world to kind of weave that into the storytelling of the game. And it's kind of fascinating to just kind of see how that is is influencing some modern Westerns and not. <laughs> no, <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why Westerns aren't really popular right now. I haven't really... Mm seen anything that would call a western we need a neo-western right. neo well, what do you think like about we well, need I mean, a proper like, adaptation of bass reeves that's what we mean right. <laughs> i mean what did you think well i guess like mandalorian has like very western undertones but like what do you think about something like westworld oh that's true chance to yeah. pick that up. uh i loved the first season and then I got really confused after. <laughs> us too, Francois. Us too. Like, us too. Even, and and this, third, this third season, I was like, wow, what? <laughs> Why are we so vibing right I, now? I know. I, 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 I get, for, you didn't like Game of Thrones? You didn't like the second season? <laughs> no, wait, wait. Like Here, I said, Game of yeah. Thrones was great. <laughs> until, until, the last until that last episodes. season. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, and that's what made it so... Disappointing, so, yeah. It's disappointing. Traumatizing. Oh, God. <laughs> I think, because we did a pretty deep dive on uh, on on uh, Game of Thrones yes. while it was, okay. we covered like episode by episode, and I think mm-hmm. it broke us by the end of the, the finale. We're just like tired. Yeah, we're done. We're, we're dying. <laughs> Love the yeah. terror. There was no more life in us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same we with Westworld. We tried yeah. to cut. Co- we tried to cover Westworld season three, and well, it, was Westworld season it just, four, it just right? didn't happen. The, yeah, what, what are they going to do in season happen? four? I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't really care to know, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just gave yeah. up. Right. Um, so, uh, in the chat, we have somebody. Um, uh, Skull Monkey seven one four says, "Dude was great as a scientist in uh, Doctor Chang Lost, the Dharma scientist." Um, what what was that role like for you? Uh, it, I mean, literally, it was, uh, you know, um, my feeling as an actor in this business is, uh, I'm sure not too many people agree with me, but uh, luck has a big, big role to play in 
uh, in things, you know. It's true. So like timing and, and you know, and it just, I mean, it was lucky that I happened to be at the same, at that time and I got that role. And um, it, it literally, uh, you didn't, you, you never see that kind of stuff coming. But when I got the role, I thought, hey, great, you know, uh, hey, I'm on my way to uh, Hawaii. <laughs> and then they they called hey you know your call time is uh tomorrow and uh, you're you're going to burbank and i'm like what (laughs) that's Uh, it yeah no so the first couple times i I worked the show it was in burbank and uh Mm. after that it was hawaii but it really uh i didn't know anything i mean i literally i didn't know anything about it because they at that by that time they were very uh very paranoid about things leaking out and stuff. So I never right. got stuff that I was supposed to do until like the night before or oh my gosh. stuff like that. So I don't, you know, it's like, oh, you're working each time. You don't really have a, a, a knowledge of like what your character is. You just go, they just give you like a little bit of stuff and you go, okay, well, I'll just do this. And then as, as it goes along, Right. You know, as you watch it, you can get a little bit of, of the person's character. And uh, and man, I was I didn't watch the show until season three, I think. Oh. <laughs> it, it, no, and the only reason I started was you know people would ask me, fans would go come up and say, hey, in episode blah blah blah, you know <laughs> what happened? What, what what did this mean? Oh, no. I was like, well, I, I don't know. I'm sorry, I didn't. <laughs> so I started watching it, and I started doing. You know, by the by the like fifth season when I got more to do, and by that time it was I can't really change anything because I was watching. Right. I was going, wow, my character is kind of an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Why? Why is it? And then you know. So um, it, to answer your question, it was is great luck to have it and it was it's pretty much life-changing because people are still you know people are still pointing at me in the grocery store right i was on a plane once and uh i was sitting there and everybody's coming aboard and this woman comes aboard and she's walking down the aisle and she sees me and she's she's like oh my god hey, oh my god <laughs> Should I be on this plane? That's <laughs> clever. <laughs> I said, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I wasn't on the plane anyway, so. Yeah, yeah. Technically, oh yeah, you weren't on the yeah. plane. Yeah, I, I, I didn't, you know. Spoiler. Well, uh, I, okay. Go ahead, Jen. Oh, I was going to ask, uh, you know, so you've played a lot of villains or like anti-heroes before, you know? Um and I hate for you to think that you're like pigeonholed in that in that like particular corner, but like, what is something that you found is very useful for approaching those roles? Since like you know, other people will enforce their own beliefs on what, like as you mentioned, what they think your character is. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do you go into it so that you're not cluttered by you know, what the perception of that character would be? Um, I would say ninety five percent of the stuff I do is the villain, the bad guy. Wow. Right? Um, I wonder why. 
Yeah, I'm not sure why. I'm... <laughs> the yellow peril. It's so yellow peril. <laughs> when I was younger, you know, I would do all these episodics, these cop shows where I was, uh, I was like the gang member, right? Mm-hmm. Nice. Then, Just kidding. And then, <laughs> and then as I got a little older, I, I kind of graduated into the uh, the uh, the head gang guy. Right. Then and then as I got even more, then which, I was, which was important because you were my gang leader. So yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And I, then I went. In, I was the guy in the Armani suit who was all, who was like the head head guy. You're just moving on up through You're the moving up in yeah, the yeah. mafia. <laughs> it's like you were actually in the mafia. Right. It yeah. actually mirrors like an actual. So crazy. Yeah. I know. But you know, uh, like I say, playing the villain. Um, you you never you never think of yourself as the bad guy. You don't go on go around and go, hey, I'm 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 gonna be I'm gonna act like a you know I'm gonna be the villain. I'm the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Always there's always a, like in um, what is that? Oh, the Expanse. Right. I'm pretty. I'm a pretty terrible guy in that, but <laughs> <laughs> but fun to watch. Go, yeah, you don't go in there going, okay, I'm gonna be terrible to these people. Right. I just you know you think, oh, I've got something to do. I've got to do it. And, um. And I'm yeah I'm not sure maybe it's uh, I don't know why uh, I got and pigeonholed as the bad guy and let me say right now there's nothing wrong with being pigeonholed okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, yeah I, maybe I just have a lot of hidden anger issues that I, <laughs> it's, it's very I'm apparent powerful. yeah really? <laughs> it, comes it comes out when you act yeah right. <laughs> well i i do want to say that even though you do play you know the bad guy or the anti-hero a lot of times you never come off as unlikable i don't think um you, you still somehow i don't know at least for the guy you know uh jules pierre mao in, in the expense mm-hmm. uh, you know i you you want him to succeed to a certain level, right? You right. want him to find his daughter and all that stuff, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, it it, it depends on uh, and the expanse. Um, I have to say, uh, one of the great best things about that show was the writing and mm-hmm. the casting. Oh yeah, beautiful. It was. I'm like, wow. This is, you know, people talk about diversity. I mean, this is like, this mm-hmm. is this is what they're talking about. I hope they keep it up, and they did. Uh, so yeah, it was. You know, if you have good writing, it's 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 very easy to to do what you have to do. Uh, mm-hmm. There are times when uh, you kind of know it's not. I don't want to say bad writing, but it's not really as good as when you get your uh, the scene that you're supposed to do and. You have to uh, memorize your line. Mm-hmm. The really good writing—it's so easy to memorize. And the other times, for some reason, you just go, well, "Why can't I? <laughs> why can't I get <laughs> so the line?" So that's why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, what am I saying here? That's yeah, true. Like, like when it's yeah. okay. Right? Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. It's, yeah. You, you, uh, but, uh, so, yeah. With some of these characters that you've had, you know, the, you have these long arcs. Uh, uh, and, and of course, you know, even like with Lost or even like Tick, where you were not the bad guy, you were mm-hmm. a very good guy, mm-hmm. uh, but you still have this long form arc. Like, how do you go about making choices when you don't know what the writers have in mind for you a couple seasons down down the line? Like, what is mm-hmm. what is the, your your guesswork for that? 
Yeah, I think, uh, I hope I don't sound like pretentious or anything, but I think uh, <laughs> you, just have to, you just have to go with what you have right there. Because mm -hmm. if, you, if, you're, if you're starting to think, oh, you know what, down the line later on, there's this happening, then, at least for me anyway, then you get into all sorts of trouble about what you have, you know, what you're trying to portray, or if you're thinking about, mm -hmm. you know, if you're not just there in that scene or what you have to do in that moment, then um, it, it's, 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 I think it kind of muddles things up for you. At least for me, I like to, I, I acting for me has uh, gotten to a point where um, it's so simple mm -hmm. and yet it's so hard to get to that, just that simple, right? Right. You know, you, you try to relax, and you figure, oh, why can't I just relax? I like how you say it so simply. It's a complex matter, though. Yeah, right. it is simple. You're, you're just, you know, you listen, you talk, you listen mm -hmm. to the person, you answer. You know, you just know, but to get to the point of being, to get to that, I don't know why it's so hard to. It's because so we're human beings. <laughs> that is Everyone the gets anxious. Question. Yeah, the eternal, yeah. why is it so yeah. hard to do something so, what should be so easy? Right. This is the eternal right. question. Yeah. yeah. Right. I, I got to say also, go, coming back to the tick also, uh, it was so fun to watch you in that show because it was really was kind of an over the top character. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, go ahead. No, no, I, I have to say that, you know, literally in my, whatever, 35 plus years, um, that character of Walter is my, my favorite character. Ever? <laughs> no, ever. Ever. Wow. Ever. It was, it was just, and, and talking about trying to get that effortless acting. Yeah. Walter was just there. It, it never, oh, wow. I was just like, hey, this is oh, me. Walter. What, well, I'm like, oh, man, this is well, me. Also, and I, I love that you, you know, you've got the sweater. You're like such yeah, a mild-mannered yeah. guy. And there's so much insanity happening all around you. <laughs> it, it, it was oh, so God. fun to watch you just going, oh. Yeah, I haven't watched this, and now I like I have to. <laughs> Let's all watch it together. Yeah, yeah. watch it because there's a there's a spoiler come you know at the, uh, the Walter's not. Uh... <laughs> now, oh. did, now, did you know about <laughs> that? <laughs> no, not uh, uh, not 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 uh, okay. until we'll much, but... later on. That's yeah. awesome. That's great. <laughs> no, I, was... <laughs> I, I love this conversation this is this is so wonderful i think most Just, of us are uh, actors here right, right? i know, I know. Kind of, actors we we're all, getting like we get it. yeah it. taking notes taking notes said what i mean don't, don't uh don't listen to me about uh you know acting and stuff i it's, it's weird i, I I yeah, know. you're just only one of the most successful Asian American actors right. in history. So. <laughs> it's prolific. I know, prolific. Prolific. I know what I as can well. do. I know what I can do, and uh, I've taught a couple of classes, and I've, I've directed a couple times, and mm -hmm. I, I, I'm like, you know what? Because all you guys have just, you know, are so talented with your um, the actor, writer, you know, director, slash, 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 slash. And uh, <laughs> I'm like, 
I'm an actor. I, <laughs> I don't have any, the, uh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to direct. I don't want to, I tried, I did, you know, I, I directed a show and it all came down to like, I'm always thinking, I'm thinking in my head, don't do that. Do what I do, like, <laughs> which is not, which is like the worst thing to say. Right? Uh, I've tried, I've thought, I've taught a couple of acting classes and, uh, I, you know, I've made people, I made people cry and I didn't oh, know. Really? That's not, that's not good. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, but uh, <laughs> I think but it's, it's not just, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are sensitive just in general, and like once yeah. you push them just like a little <laughs> too far, especially when you're giving notes, it's just you know. Yeah, I, I figure you know fine but, line. Uh, you've actually, you've actually taught some classes for us over at for at, at East West though too, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Even don't, uh, don't sell now, yourself short. No. Yeah. Uh, and at the old East West, yeah. long time ago. Yeah. Wow. So uh, before it was in the current space, or. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. Where did it used to be? Which uh, on uh, on Santa Monica Boulevard. It was the old oh. 99 Street Theater. Oh, you know, did not you know where, where it had been there for years and years. Now, were you were you were there? Uh, you were there. Um, did did you work with Mako at all? Actually, yeah, or? yeah. Nice. I was there when Mako was the artistic director, and then uh, and did you train in, and did you train in, in the conservatory that they had back then, or or I, I I came to the to LA in 80, 84, mm -hmm. uh, and one of the first things I did was go to East West and, and uh, hook up with them. And uh, I think I took a couple of classes in the conservatory. Uh, I ended up I don't know how it happened, but I ended up um, kind of directing or no being in charge of the conservatory for a couple of couple no way. yeah i was like oh mm, okay <laughs> <laughs> it's whatever yeah uh cool. so i do want to go uh pull it back into lost for just one question um sure. i i know there was a lot of uh did you actually finish the series what you finished watching the series yes yes i did um so there was a lot of controversy around the ending did you catch any flack for that, or what did you think about it in general? I uh, I liked the ending. Uh, mm -hmm. I was in the you know the camp that uh, see I, I see Rodney's going. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was in the camp that that liked it because I thought you know uh, no matter what they came up with, people mm. uh, you know there's the there's a side that are really into all the minute little details of of things that they planted and questions that never got answered and they you know uh, my my friend from uh college uh was watching it and uh after he watched the finale he, he uh texted me and said i just wasted six years of my life <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I I know that uh, feeling. Uh, I know that feeling. No, yeah. Except years. it was eight years eight of my years. life. Game of Thrones, though, because like eight years of my life. Because there was like half seasons that were like that went over two years. And, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, we well, were talking about Game I, of Thrones, but yeah. I, heard, I heard that uh, you know they wanted to do uh, like I think five seasons or maybe even four. 
but it was such a big hit that ABC said, no, you got to, you know, we're making too much money. You got to keep going. That, right. that, so, that's always yeah. how it is. They just yeah, got to so milk they, this they, cash cow. Yeah. Story be damned. Right. Sorry. Right. Okay. Five was a really good season, I thought. Gosh, because that, that, the constant was in that season? Yeah, five was the one where they went back and, and into the into the 70s. Yeah. So, the, you know, um, the right, time yeah. travel season. Time travel season, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was super cool. Um, sorry, I'm just catching oh, up on chat. I was gonna, oh, yeah. I was gonna ask. Um, so in chat, somebody is asking, "How is it like acting in a video game?" Which uh, was kind of my question anyway, because I've been playing. Uh, I I just finished like maybe a third of the first part of mm -hmm. Ghost of Tsushima, and um, you know, you play Sensei Ishikawa, who like generally gives the player the ability to use a bow mm -hmm. right so did you have to actually perform archery in that style or you know how much of that was, was um, did you do that, like the mocap as well or i don't i'm not sure if i'm supposed to oh, okay when they hot, okay, it, no, it, it, no no it's it, took, already. Uh, it took like um i think like three three years from when I started, wow. Mm. wow! Because I started, and you know, they booked me for the job, and they said, "Okay, you're going to do this, this, and this, and you know, don't worry about the schedule because we'll we'll adjust it to you if you you have to go off somewhere." And I said, "Okay," mm. and they said, "Oh, well, should be finished by you know, the end of this year," and then, uh, you know, I did some stuff, and then I didn't hear anything from them for a while, and then. The next year came around and they said, oh, you know, you got to come in for some voiceover sessions. I get okay. And that just, it just kept going until I, I asked them one time, I said, do you guys have a schedule you have to skip to? Or what, what's the, uh? I said, yeah, these games, they usually take, you know, three to four years to complete. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I did. I was, I think I was supposed to do uh, the mocap stuff, mm. uh, you know, with the suit and the, the balls. balls on your face. Yeah. I think I was, there was a time where I was off, uh, it could have been when I was in Toronto doing uh, The Expanse or uh, in New York doing The Tick, where they had to do the mocap stuff. So mm -hmm. I think they just got somebody else to do that. Ooh. But there's no, oh, right. did my, you know, did my face and I guess they just stuck it on there. They stuck it on somebody they, else. They actually go through and scan your face? Yeah. The, the That's amazing. Yeah. They, they have, you go in for this session where you're in this room with the 360 degree. It's a camera. Cameras. Wow. Cameras. Yeah. And you're sitting there and the director goes, you know, okay, make a face like this, this make a face like that, you know, like <laughs> you sit there for like a couple of hours making little tiny, and they just take pictures of you. Uh, and then they put the dots on you and you do the same thing again. Um, and then when you record the, the voiceover stuff, there are times where you have the camera on you as you're talking so that they can oh, wow. record the, the reactions and the, you know. Um, oh, really, like, like a camera mount on, on your face? Yeah, it's like a, you got a helmet with a little thing here but, and the camera. But you're still there. in booth then. Like two uh, mandibles. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 It's, it's amazing what they, what they can do now with the... Uh, I mean, I... I remember long ago <laughs> when I did when I did some other games where uh, you know you're standing in front of a 
green screen, just, you know, and then, <laughs> and then that's about it, right? Acting! Uh, you know, <laughs> you know uh, games are not, uh, I don't, I guess I don't do too many of them, but uh, people still stop me for, uh, I did a game, a couple of games in the 90s called uh, Wing Commander. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? I remember those. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. And it was like, I'm like, it was like, uh, the full motion video game. Yeah. Yeah. Was, was, that, was, that, was that with the Mark Hamill? Yeah. yeah. No way. Mark Hamill was a lead. And, uh, there were like all these other, you know, big time, like Malcolm McDowell. And yeah. Malcolm guys doing these, we're working on that thing. And I was like, this game must be, you know, pretty popular. But okay. that game was like, it was like, we shot literally just like a movie mm. where I guess, uh, you would play the game and then you would get to a point where you can watch a scene or something. Right. And then you choose, oh, you know, you go this way or that way or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So I never got through it because I, it was a computer game and I, I, I tried playing it with the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I would go on a mission and I would die like in two, two seconds. You can't, <laughs> you can't go forward without, you know, unless you, you survive. So. So, so for the young uns uh, uh, listening, so this is Wing Commander, right. which was a game in like the yeah, like 90s. maybe early nineties. Yeah, yeah. 90, 95, Yeah, flight simulator where you were you were like basically a pilot of a of a, right. a little fighter ship. Yeah, right, right. And uh, and, and uh, they would have these cutscenes in between. It was like the first kind of fully sim- cinematic uh, video yeah. game oh. trying to tell a story. Yeah, uh, and yeah, they had Mark Hamill and Malcolm McDowell. And, um, and uh, did you get a, to meet a, them? a race of, of oh yeah people. oh wow the big lion people yeah, oh, yeah. We were, I mean it literally was like uh, doing working on a movie because you're you know you're doing scenes with Mark and, and uh, uh, awesome. who was his name uh, Biff from uh, Biff Tannen right Back oh. to the Future yeah <laughs> was, uh, oh. was John Reese Davies in that also yes yes yeah. he was in it <laughs> it was an incredible cast you it was no, I was you know, oh my gosh! Guys. So basically, there there were like cutscenes back then, back yeah. before like cutscenes were uh, digitized, were right. like yeah, three D, fully three D in, in engine. Back then, they would just like uh, film the scenes yeah. and then digitize them right. into full motion right. video. Oh, so, yeah. that's so cool! Yeah. On on your CD game, <laughs> on CD right. game. a lot of CD, CD games back then. CD games, Red Alert three, that one. If you've ever seen that um, that outtake with Tim Curry, like. Uh, going spice that's that's (laughs) one of those yeah um we have a question from the chat um how early did the writers from fred fraser one how early did the writers for lost let you in on the father-son relationship between you and miles uh like i say they were um they, they weren't real big on on you know warning you about stuff coming up mm. uh, i i had i was jokingly going you know before way before that that storyline came up uh when uh ken who played uh, miles joined the cast uh i was like oh hey look another asian guy <laughs> and, uh, he's, a young, he's a young guy I, I could play his dad or something <laughs> and, and of course i'm and then when it happened i'm going wow i wonder just because there's two Asian guys. Yeah, that's the only re- that's the only reason they got him. <laughs> are they gonna, it's pretty are they gonna up. do this, or is it you know, is it something they thought of before? Or uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's, 
We're all part of the same big family, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. That was cool. Um, yeah. So you've been, yeah, you've you've had such a prolific career. Uh, you've been around for, you know, uh, you said thirty-five years at this point. Yeah, and um, yeah. Wow, I mean that's that's super admirable, and I'm like the log, the kind of longevity. It's 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 uh, that's amazing. Um, and I'm sure you've seen like trends in terms of like Asian representation in in media since then. Like, how do you think the this the situation has changed or improved, um, if it has at all? What do you? Uh, think? I think it has finally, and and uh, I'm I'm still got my fingers crossed because. There have been times in, the, in like almost every decade, you have something, you know, that comes up that you think, oh, wow, this could this could change things, and mm. then it doesn't. It does. It disappears. Not permanently. And, yeah. And then yeah. things go back to you know. So it's like you take a step forward, mm. and then you take three steps back, and you got to start. Mm. Right. You yeah. got to start it all again. Uh, but this time. Um, I'm 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 hopeful because there are more um, Asian American actors who are prominent, uh, you know, in the industry. Um, before, you know, you would have like maybe one or two people where you go, oh, like, you know, that's a star, and then but they don't. Mm -hmm. It's not, you know. Uh, I see a lot more, uh, especially for the younger generation. I, I, I've watched. Everything is as much as I can on TV, mm. and I see a lot of shows where at least, you know, all these CW shows where there's, a, there's an Asian um, character that's either regular or recurring. A lot of all the Netflix shows now, there's a lot of stuff out there where there's more and more opportunities for um, uh, the, the generation that's coming up. I see a lot of. Uh, it's weird because you know here in LA when I first came to town. And after a while, um, you know, the, the, the acting, the Asian acting community, community was, uh, I wouldn't say small, but uh, it was a very short time where everybody knew everybody or right. everybody knew of who the, you know, who the, who the person was. Uh, now, you know, it's, uh, it's great that uh, I see people, a lot of younger actors on TV and uh you know, like you guys, Caitlin, Jennifer, Earl, all you guys. Uh, and I'm going, hey, who are these people? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Who them. is that? I used to play, we always used to play watching TV and, I, you know, when an Asian uh, character comes up. And you, don't, you sit you up in your chair. Like, oh. Yeah. Who's that? Who's that? Like, <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio meme where he's sitting and yeah. watching putting yeah. on the TV. <laughs> if you don't recognize them, you go, oh, oh, there's a new person. Who is that? Yeah. yeah. Canadian Asian guy. Who is yeah. she? I still do the exact same thing, like watching commercials, especially. I'll yeah. like, who's that? <laughs> like, <laughs> seen them in the room before? Right. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, no, it's great. I think it's, uh, you know, with whatever, it's already been like what? Two three years since Crazy Rich Asians, yeah, right. right. Two right. years, two years, years. Since it, two years. Two years since it came out, yeah. And uh, you know, when it came, I, I, I really liked it, 
it came out, everybody's uh, here all this, oh, now, you know, this is going to be great for Asian American actors and, right. and the opportunities. And I'm like, well, the only Asian American character in that movie was uh, yeah. Constance. Right. Everybody oh, else was not. Everybody yeah. else is not Asian American. Well, they're they're, they're like, playing Singaporeans. They're, they're, you know, Asian from Asia. Right. Much different from Asian Americans. Uh, so I don't know. Hopefully that movie will that had you know opened up some doors for people but uh you know there's uh, all these shows that you know, they're, they're being canceled now is uh mm-hmm. like fresh off the boat and and dr ken and all these shows uh there was, a, there was a time where every there's like oh there's a whole bunch of stuff going on there's a whole bunch of opportunities and now hopefully it it keeps going with all the streaming stuff where um you know, there's more opportunities because, like I say, every decade it seems like something happens and you go, "Oh, this is great!" Now we have, you know, we're more in the in the in the limelight kind of thing. Maybe there'll be more opportunities, and then pff, goes down, nothing happens, and it seems like, oh, you know, a few years go by and something else comes up, and um, it's it's just. Uh, like it's, said, it's heartening, it's, but right. I think at this time, this time at least. It seems like there's a good chance that things are really, um, mm-hmm. you know, opening up. I, I know a lot of people talk about like how uh, Crazy Rich Asians uh, was us hitting that kind of critical mass, and uh, that will you know actually start the ball or the, make the wheel go on its own momentum. Right. Um, I, I'm, I'm not exactly sure we're we're there yet, but. Um, I don't know. What do you What do you think? Does Does uh, like you said, you do. You are hopeful at this stage, and uh, I, I, I am hopeful up to a point. I, I think right. uh, more hopeful than I've been in a, in a long time. Uh, what do you What do you think is the Sorry, just to like. Uh, what do you think is that is like talking about like some of the previous booms, right? Like back in the nineties, mm-hmm. there was a boom. You Joy had Luck Club, right? Just yeah. That. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah, Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. Dragon, well, yeah. Right. We were just and then of course it that. fizzled out, right? I mean, after mm-hmm. Kia Carrera had a show and, um, and what's Relic Hunter, yeah. Yeah. And then of course it kind of, it kind of tapered down, right? Right. right. So if we're seeing another critical mass point right now, what do you think is the main difference between now and then? Um, I think hopefully that the main difference is that as a country, we are at a point where, um, I'm not just talking about Asian Americans, but Mm -hmm. everybody else, we're at a point where it's like, you know, me too, uh, Black Lives Matter, everything Mm -hmm. is sort of coming to a head and, and, I hope it's not just another, you know, big explosion and then nothing happens. I think this is a kind of a changing um, society, changing, and uh, that's the only reason I think that this for us, for Asian Americans, it will stick more this time. Uh, it, it's, you know, it's uh, it's always like you you have to always um, be alert be alert to things and mm-hmm. then if you say something you know you, you have to speak up and say something and there's always that that double-edged sword of you know 
you, you speak up and you say, hey, you know, that that's that's not right. That's not, uh, we, you know, that's not acceptable anymore. Um, but we're not at a point yet where people can say, hey, you know, relax, you, you, you're too sensitive about it. Uh, unfortunately, we always have to, we have to be the, 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 that asshole guy that says, hey, that's not right. You know, right. everybody has to go, hey, come on, calm down. It's just, so, you know, it's just a joke or something, which right. is probably what it is. But you always, but unfortunately, you, you have to say, hey, if you don't catch it, people will think, oh, it's okay. And little by little, it just goes back. Mm-hmm. So you always have to, I, I can't, you know, I, I hope that time is going to come, is going to pass by soon where you don't have to constantly be on the alert for things and say, that's not, you know, that's racist. That's not right. You know, we don't do that. Uh, I see it, you know, happening more and more. Ghosts of Tsushima, I was mm-hmm. very surprised that, I mean, they yeah. really did their research and they really they had, you know, we had a, a Japanese, um, I think she's an actress too, who was there all the time making sure we we, we said the, the 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 names correctly, we said mm-hmm. everything correctly, made sure that it was it was you know okay, it was the way that it was in Japan. Right. They had a, they had a, a Mongolian person there, mm-hmm. uh, making sure that the Mongolian that they were speaking was correct. That's awesome. Yeah, so you know, it, it, uh, more and more people are getting more aware, but you hope that, that that's how it's going to be. You know? Right, absolutely. Um, just to pull it back to the expanse, really I'm getting quick. so serious here. <laughs> no, <laughs> serious know. topic. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know you said for like Lost, everybody like uh, production was very reticent about like putting out things early because they didn't want they were trying to avoid spoilers mm-hmm. was it the same for the expanse because like you there are some you know there are a lot of spoilers in that first season with regards to your character mm-hmm. um uh did, was, did they follow the same process or because it was already a, a novel they they were a little more lenient with it or how much how much hey. forward ahead time do you uh, have with your character's uh, arc um i think lost worked the way they did because the show really kind of just exploded. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, nobody thought, oh, this is going to be, you know. I, my wife and I watched the, the pilot episode and we thought, wow, this is pretty good. This is great. But mm-hmm. a couple of people stuck on an island. What are you going to do? Right? <laughs> 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 uh, so, but then when it, it just went crazy, is when they, they had to, you know, on that. For Expanse, I think the fan base, uh, Grew from the books. People mm-hmm. who watched it already had already read uh, the books, so uh, it was more of how much are they going to stick with the book as opposed to trying to keep, you know, uh, uh, secrets of what's what of spoilers. I think. Right. Uh, it's not different. And it was. It's nothing. Not you know. Nothing is. It's very dedicated fan base, but it's not anything the, the size of Lost. It's very true, on, especially on like considering Lost was like a network. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you brought this up earlier too, like um, the, how the cast was very diverse. Did you, that's got to be um, just being on a set like that. It, it must have felt kind of inspirational. Um, mm-hmm. Just seeing all the you know that kind of all those kind of different kinds of people like on set. I mean, 
what was that like? Uh, it, it really, it was amazing. And, and not only um, in terms of diversity, in terms of the different uh, people, uh, it, you know, uh, like in, in the 90s and the 80s, when I did all these episodics, these cop mm-hmm. shows, and every season, there's a Chinatown episode. Talks <laughs> <laughs> about that, yeah. Then you see everybody in the room, <laughs> right? And you see, and you, and you, and it always has to be, oh, so exotic Chinatown. Of course, they have to speak Chinese. Of course, they have to, you know, they have to have an accent. They have this and that. And uh, with the Expanse, uh, there was no, there's nothing that any of that came along. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just the character was, you know, Mao was uh, a Chinese guy and. Mm-hmm. Else, but that was it. There was no really any reference to old. Oh, you know, he has to speak some Chinese, or he has to do this or that. And it's, right. it's just, and it still gets me there, and it still happens where, uh, even now, episodes where they have a Chinese or Asian storyline, right? For some reason, the, the the Asian character has to speak. An Asian language mm-hmm. in there, right? It's, right, a, it's right. a Vietnamese family, so speak English until they say yes or hello. Right, <laughs> you're speaking English to your family or whatever, and then for some reason you have to speak in your in in, in Vietnamese or Chinese or something. And I, I always go, well, why why are you you're speaking English already? You know, at home, is it you know just because you look Asian that you have to go? It's not like people watching don't know that you're Asian, that you have to speak, <laughs> speak the language to show, oh, hey, look, you're an Asian family. You got By a person way, Asian. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Expanse was, uh, and I've been really, really lucky in some of these roles, Expanse, the tick, Walter, right. like I say, is just, just, you know, it's just so refreshing that. It's just hey, it's it's this kind of dull, geeky guy who's just uh, <laughs> goofy guy, and uh, he's Asian. But so what? There's no there's no mention of you know he's not had he doesn't have to speak Chinese or he doesn't have to show his you know Asian background or his you know he's not going to the Chinese market or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just this person, and uh, it's great, and I hope that. Um, it's more and more of that is going to be the norm. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. it's just uh, yes. you know, it's it's so hard to these episodic these cop shows. It's so hard to get out of <laughs> right. That you know they don't have. They the make so many. So like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they still have the you know yeah something right. Um. So, uh, did you pick up any uh, Lang Belta like Belta language on on set at all? <laughs> no, it's just me being a nerd. It's okay. Pure Mao. I don't speak. I, language. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Jules Pure Mao would never speak people. Lang Delta. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't hang out with Belters. <laughs> that was just a question for me. I just had to. Know. Um, I I do want to you know before we do uh thank you so much for joining us and oh, before. I- this has been you. a pleasure. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm once I start, I, I feel like I'm just I start ranting. And I no, we want it. I, I, I appreciate it. It's, I love you know, it. It's great. Yeah. 
Um, I do want to bring up that uh, you did work on a project with Andy here. <laughs> Which was? Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. He's like, we yeah. The Well, wait, what? You guys yeah. worked on a project together, yeah. right? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no. Well, that, that's what I was joking about before, because this was my first SAG role mm-hmm. on a, a goofy syndicated show called Nightman. Based oh, on, man. On a, on a <laughs> so, yeah, so, okay. I, so, so there's footage of us. Of of you getting in the van and me in the van as the as your young punk <laughs> pulling out my gun going. That's wow. gonna <laughs> if I if only I had known it was you. <laughs> uh, I that, was, that was like years ago. I think Jerry Springer was in that episode as well. Jerry, Jerry. yeah, he was kind of a recurring. There was a. Stu Seagull production. Yeah, Remember yeah. That down in down mm-hmm. in uh, San Diego. I shot there so many times. So yeah, because like I grew up there. So oh, okay, yeah. Wow. Nightman. Wow. Nightman. That was uh. Yeah, know. and that was their Chinatown episode. Of course. <laughs> I think we, I, played, uh, like, I, uh, I just linked the I just linked the clip in uh, chat where he, uh, <laughs> you're working working oh, working across the great Andy Lowe. oh man oh that's so great um really quick thank you so much uh zaranami for uh subscribing that's uh we super appreciate it thank you so much um but uh francois thank you so much for being thank you so much thank you so much this this is really great Uh, i I, like i say i hope i didn't rant on too much no No, you inspire us you're awesome inspiration i i want to be like you Y'all want to be like you from yes. the well, yeah. Thank you so much, Francois. That's scary. Don't, yeah. don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't want to anymore. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. I want to be like Walter. I want to be like Walter. You are. So, y'all are selling me on the show, like for real. Yeah. I mean, I watched the cartoon in uh, like back in the day, but like I hadn't seen. It's got. A, it's got a pretty big following. My cousin is yeah, really, really pretty, big into uh, the comic you, book. He was really, really. You ever see the the animated version? No, yeah. yeah, I watched oh, it a lot. Though. I mean, that was great. Ooh. That was funny. Yeah, yeah. So, but thank you so much, Francois, for thank joining you. us. You know, thank like you I said, I, I, you, know, uh, you know, I'm a I'm a huge Lost fan. Uh, <laughs> I'm also a huge Expanse fan. So, like I said earlier so. in, our, in our in our pre meeting, you know, when I was, you know, I do I do shoot a lot for the red carpet. You know how it's kind of like frowned upon, like to not take pictures or to talk to the actors, you know, personally. But then when I was interviewing <laughs> you and I came, you know, you're at the, at the, at, at Andy's uh, East West players to the Mamma Mia red carpet. I was like, uh, I need to like, just take a picture with you. <laughs> Cause I'm like, I'm a huge Lost fan and a huge Expanse fan. And I'm just like, you know, I was just like, I couldn't, I couldn't pass it up. And like, seriously, I'm fangirling over here. You know, oh, so thank you, thank you so much for for coming on and like seriously, like it, it it's just really, really uh, a huge pleasure because it's like to see somebody like you and Asian American and and these properties and also like it's really geeky properties, which is like right. it's just like the Venn diagram of everything, you know. <laughs> oh, right? yeah. You're in the middle. Yeah. It's just wow. like yeah. So I don't know. Pleasure, talk about guys. Yeah, yeah, thank it's, you it's so weird much. That, uh, I don't know what you're talking about when you're not supposed. Are you not supposed to go talk to the actors at, at the red carpet stuff or what? I, 
I mean, uh, it's it's frown. It's totally. Right? I, I, it, it's so like, I try, I try not to. It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a little bit different for for these, but for like the bigger events, it's kind of frowned upon that, like you know. You take pictures like selfies. <laughs> yeah, you know. Stuff like that. Yeah. So I, I, I guess the, I, I, I don't know. I, I I just like you know protocol will be damned. I'm taking a picture. Oh, <laughs> you <yeah>. know. <laughs> so so thank you so much for, oh, for joining welcome. us and being. No, I, I always. Uh, I guess I'm. I'm just you know I'm not a like a big movie star. So I, my thinking is, oh people people approach me all the time, and I've been with other. Uh, actors or, or well-known actors and they're always like uh you know <laughs> and i'm always I'm like, why, why are you doing that man what's the, what's the yeah what's the why you just why do you have to act like that and uh i've seen it a lot and i still don't get it i'm like right you know hey i'm not gonna kill you to say hi and say hey you know nice to meet you kind of stuff so hey you know if you see me again at a Red carpet, which we'll get a selfie. Yeah, yeah, which uh, get a selfie. For I sure. try to avoid. I don't, you, you'll see me sneaking around, the, the back, going we'll, into. We'll keep a lookout. <laughs> All but right. Good. Anytime, anytime. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you so much, you. guys. Thank, thank you. you for joining us and having thank an amazing you so night. Much. A lot, of, a lot of love in the chat for you right now. Uh, Fred Fraser, uh -huh. Angfernal, Jin Chronic, Zaranami. Everybody says thank you. Jin and Jonah Unicorn Peach Fuzz. So, everybody. <laughs> okay. Uh, Thanks, guys. But thank you so much for joining us. Um, I hope you have a good night and uh, take care. Well, have a great rest Bye. of the show. Thank and, you. Uh, Bye, friends. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Yeah, yeah. Take care. Soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. So, so inspiring. Oh <laughs> I know. Wasn't that cool? That was super cool. He was cool. so nice. He's so yeah. chill. He's, he's like, like that those cool cute uncle. uncle. Like, he's like, whatever. <laughs> you can have the ice cream sandwich. Whatever. <laughs> like, he was like ranting. Yeah, just so cute. Uh, just gonna eat popcorn for lunch. It's fine. Just eat popcorn. No, what, don't, don't. What is it? What? Is, what, is, what no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Let them eat the popcorn. Let them eat the popcorn. <laughs> Let them eat the popcorn. He's so skinny. Yeah. <laughs> Let them eat the popcorn. This is so great. Here's a so refill, awesome. by the way. <laughs> I love how he was like he was talking about how he he like tried to teach direct or he was directing actors and yeah. he was like, "Don't do that." <laughs> he was about to talk. He was like, "Don't do that," and he made them cry. <laughs> it's so oh, funny. Gosh. <laughs> oh my god. Amazing. That's amazing. That yeah. Amazing. Uh, it's it's hard to to kind of recover from from something like that, but we do have some other things we have to talk about today. Mm -hmm. um, thank you. Uh, I know everybody in chat, right? Wasn't that dope? Um, that how, dope do you, how do you top that for not? Yeah, um, every, we could all use a mentor like friends. Well, very true. I haven't finished yeah. his tales in GOT of uh, ghosts, but hope nothing bad happens. I have no idea, mm -hmm. but it was. <laughs> um, uh, very cool to listen oh, to. Oh, it's also GOT. Just yeah, I know. I was, I was a like, what? Oh, interesting. There. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, so we are going to move on to um, talking Love about Lovecraft. So, so we're still going, guys. Yeah, we're still <laughs> going. I know, nine. We're still going. I know. This is a special welcome back edition. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's God. true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just called it that. I <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. just that was it was supposed to be like this, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a bonus pack, a bonus, bonus pack. pack, yeah. Longer yeah. episode today, 70% uh, uh, more viewing. Uh, no. um, <laughs> Giant sized X Men, 
Um, so, oh, nine ninety nine. <laughs> Lovecraft Country. What y'all did y'all think? What did y'all think? Mm. Jordan Peele, J.J. Abrams, executive produced uh, sci-fi on HBO with uh, primarily black actors. Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and dense as hell, hell, man. Very dense. De- yeah, uh, it's. Uh, I, I pretty much had to watch it again afterwards because. And, you know, and like you expect this with like if they're going to reference H.P. Lovecraft, it's going right, to right. be all Huge over the place. Legendarium. Huge it's gonna legendarium. It's going to be. I knew it. Building. Um, um, and, and yeah, it, it's 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 also interesting, right? The choice to kind of make these lead characters African-American. Mm. H.P. Lovecraft, who was a well-known white supremacist. Racist. Racist. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, um, but they called it out. They did. Well, yeah. In, in a yeah. lot of ways. Right? Very cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like cinemagraphically, or cine- well, you, I mean, yeah. okay, visually, visually speaking, whatever that word is, cinematically, Cinemata- uh, 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 like, I mean, did you guys catch all of the Gordon Parks references? Okay, so Jen and I were watching at her house last night, and I turned to her. I was like, "Why do I feel like I'm missing a billion references?" I feel like I'm right missing now. a lot. Of I've time. only read a few of H.P. Lovecraft's stories. Yeah, so I was like, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm missing stuff. Well, this is what I mean. Like, it's it's not just referencing Lovecraft. It's re- I mean, you know, there's all these literary contemporaries. Are, yeah, yeah. There's, you know, yeah. There's, there's the uh, you know, there's a quick flash and he picks up the the Count of Monte Cristo. Oh, right. well, oh yeah, I got that, and then I got Jules Verne. Um, um, uh, even the that debate between Baldwin and Buckley. Yeah. Yeah. In the middle. Yeah. yeah. No. A lot of stuff. And the, and the whole yeah. road trip montage. Uh, are all these shots that are direct references to the photography of Gordon Parks? Who did yeah, I noticed that because remember I turned to you, Jen, I was like, this looks like a painting and I realized it was like when they were at that diner. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. yeah I was like, like, it, like the, the exact same one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So yeah, so, so like I got they, that. They recreated the, the mother and the daughter outside the, the movie mm-hmm. theater. The, huh. the father and daughter uh, at the 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 coloreds only service counter at the, oh at the ice cream. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The people uh, lined up for the bus mm-hmm. with the billboard uh, of the white family in the car, right? Yeah, right. yeah, and yeah. yeah. Direct recreations yeah. of this really famous kind of series of photographs uh, that was kind of looking at at, at race in in 1965. Right. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, it was just kind of mind blowing to me to kind of catch that. Yeah, right. uh, there's so many. Cool it's stuff. chock full of references. I I did feel as if like narrative wise, it was a little top heavy for a pilot episode because the pilot is all that heavy. we saw. The pilot was right. all that we saw, and I know yeah. I've been hearing such great things about it. I did feel as if it was like a very slow burn until the very end, where I was like, "Oh, this is why it's a sci-fi. This when is it blew why." Up. Right. When it finally blew up, yeah. I don't know if it was because I was tired or <laughs> I just, I was, me and Jen just kept looking at each other like, huh? When it's not, story, it's yeah. not that I didn't understand what was happening. Yeah. And it's not right. that I didn't appreciate all the references, the ones that I did get. But it it just felt kind of meandery up until the very end when it suddenly remembered it was a sci-fi show. Right. Um, I know there was foreshadowing, don't get me wrong, and I already know that H.P. Lovecraft is known for creating the trope of that weird town with a dark secret, mm-hmm. so I can already tell where this is going, but I just felt like it took way too long to pick up, and there were some plot points that were not 100% clear, so mm-hmm. like I still wasn't sure, why did the friend come with them? Mm-hmm. The, the female friend? Letitia, Letitia yeah. Lewis, like why was she there? 
I don't think that was oh. explicitly stated. I well, know, and we just she was, just showed up. So it's it's implied. Okay, so I read it. It, as, it was very much implied. Like nothing was explicit. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, right. It's like you get the sense that she's she's like the girl with the secret. She doesn't get along right. with her family. Uh, there's sure. the whole with her sister where she's like, I'm not carrying you. And her mom died, right? Mm -hmm. And she missed the... the So, so, right, so she's already a girl, you know, a girl with secrets who sometimes is overbearing and probably gets what she wants but but doesn't necessarily give back. So, right, so the idea was that she was hitching a ride to uh to go to her brother's house and that was the house that they ended up but then she ended up going with them anyway because he got into an argument they got into an argument yeah and then he kicked her out right brother kicks her out oh i didn't see that as a result of him kicking her out i saw it as oh she's coming along yeah why is she coming along she just arrived in town so why is she leaving immediately that i didn't understand because her family doesn't (laughs) Yeah, it was yeah. very. It it's was just very random yeah. and like. It's one of those know. things that you will absolutely miss, like because as the argument is ending, he says, "I don't want you another night in this house." Yeah, I heard that. Mm-hmm. But but I know the guys, the main guy's mother also died. So then I was like, "Are they siblings? Like what?" You see, yeah. I think they're, they're old friends. They're old. They're, they're, they they yeah. say she's a friend, so I'm like, okay. Because they knew each other in school at some point. When she mentioned, like, "Oh, is that uh, skinny tick with a oh. bottle of Coke glasses?" She was, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember geek that. Yeah. In the geek right. club, right? right. Yeah. yeah, the hot geek, the, <laughs> the hot, hot geek the girl, the quintessent, the proto geek girl who looks like Marilyn Monroe. You know, I was also just really just okay. So going back to kind of storytelling style. Right? right like all of this use of audio of found audio mm-hmm. was fascinating james baldwin right? yeah. james had like baldwin. a long ass monologue well yeah it's, right yeah. it's from that debate with mm. um buckley right buckley, the, yeah at cambridge yeah um the the, the very op- it opens with um you know the kind of black and white war footage and it's right. The, right. the audio from uh from jackie robinson's story which oh, is that why he shows up? That's why he shows up. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. And then Jamie Chung is beamed down from the sky in a like, bikini. The princess from Mars. The princess from Mars. And we were like, okay. Oh, yeah, I know, the Edgar Rice Burroughs. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This is random. I mean, it, so, it, oh, yeah. trust me, I love random. <laughs> this is a little it too random like for me. A lot yeah. of random. It felt a like lot of random. Yeah. Uh, um, to me, it's like a, it's a heady random, though, right? I, I mean, yes. Very, uh, I don't know. I mean, to put this in theater terms, it's super Brechtian uh, to me. Sure. I, that, I guess. Yeah. How it's like, um, you know, there are mixed messages in everything. There is an implication. There is a way of breaking from what is the story you're being told to the meta story that is kind of being experienced. Um, you know, and 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 it, true to, to the whole kind of Lovecraftian thing, right? It's like it's all about ex- existential dread, right? So so where your where your where your fear based is is not necessarily the monsters, even though the monsters are there. It's these white people that are the scarier thing. <laughs> and yeah. Right. Then, yeah. Well, at least for the first this first episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. It was weird because uh, the first time they were chased out of a town, people were shooting them down with bullets and they almost died. Uh, and then they cut to a scene of them laughing about it at the dinner table. And I, was <laughs> I, like, know, I was like, I don't know about oh. you, but there's no way I'd be laughing for the next week if someone tried to gun me down and kill me. <laughs> yeah. So I just thought it was very strange. 
Um, I remember and, a gun like laughing after somebody like shooting at us in high school. I think yeah, I think it's a different time. Yeah. But I wasn't from Long Beach. That's the reality, girl. So that's why I wouldn't be laughing. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god! Actually, I got a high-speed um, car chase. Oh, also, shit. that yeah. car chase is yeah. the slowest, tensest car chase mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Yeah, it's true. Like is that it, was is whole it brilliant thing of we have to stay under fifty-five? Oh, that uh, one. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They can't oh, speed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they also have to get out of town in six minutes because this Cross racist cop line. is about yeah. to yeah. hang them. He literally threatened to hang them, and they were about Which to. Which is crazy. Yeah. And they still followed them anyway. That was a brilliant yeah. use of tension there. That was that actually that that by then it was getting good. I was yeah. like, okay, I, I'm all, I was already in by then. In some ways, it's actually the the racial tensions is actually more scary than the monsters were. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I think that's definitely. what uh, Andy was saying earlier. Like the real monsters, at least in this first episode, were the white folks. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know the because we didn't know what the this whole. Um, whether or not they were going to go into Lovecraft in terms of monsters, or if we we're going to mm. actually see some on see some on the screen until yeah. they actually show up, and then it's and like then they showed up, crap. yeah, and they went in yeah. full force on it. We went yeah. straight like Jurassic Park, um, like Stranger Things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is Stranger Things, Demogorgons, yeah, yeah, very yeah. Cthulhu, um, many eyes, <laughs> many many teeth. Oh, so is many that teeth. what that was? Uh, what were they called? Oh. The Shogal sh- sh- Shogals. Sh- Shog, I'm not even sure. Yeah, Sh- Shogath. Yeah, Jen I wonder, and I went. <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I, I wonder how many other like monsters they're going to introduce, or like Shogath. you know, I because after seeing the pilot, I'm just like, okay, like what is the trajectory that the story is going to go on? Like clearly, they're right. going to establish a lot. I mean, the chalk center, front, right, and center is the civil rights movement, right? Right, and then. Aside from that, like, how is Lovecraftian horror going to tie into that? And do they inform each other? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, these are questions I have after watching the first episode that I'm not quite sure I can answer yet. I'm not quite sure what the relationship right. between those things are yet. But maybe I, it has to do with horror. Maybe it has to do with, you know, classism, you know? I'm, and I'm not sure we're supposed to know, like, what, <laughs> what we're in yeah. for quite yet. Mm-hmm. Um I can say that right now I do appreciate the uh, uh, the. I'm gonna say that the, the the show kind of got me right off the bat when um, yeah you know, this dude this this person of color like that is like a hyper nerd like in terms of like reading stuff and like but like also kind of hiding it because he doesn't want anybody to know because I can relate with that and um, <laughs> but I. Uh, and just the depth uh, when he has a conversation with his uncle in the uh in his shop and they're talking about like oh well i was i was i was more of the horror guy you liked uh the edgar rice Burroughs stuff or whatever the conversation was mm-hmm. um i appreciate that stuff the unabashed like um uh level of geekery yeah. there i don't know how that's going to serve the story later but i i just want to say that i love it's like the very beginning of uh, Stranger Things. They went full on D and D without yeah. and and did not. We're not apologetic about it. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I don't know. Again, I don't know how that's going to play out in the story, but I'm looking forward to what else you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, pointing out that too, right? What, uh, right. You know, linking in the the Green Book. Yeah, with, the Green Book stuff with this idea of Lovecraft Country and you know what magics or, or evils are. You know, if, when they they go through the map. 
and they have all the illustrations. Which was great. The little Thomas Guide-esque thing. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, yeah. I, I, mean, I got to say, I, I'm intrigued. I, I'm, I'm not a big horror guy. Uh, I am familiar with, uh, I, I never read any H.P. Lovecraft. I'm kind of more like adjacently familiar with the concepts of of the right. more ex- existential uh, exi- existential dread based horror um, right. um, 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 that uh, that it's digging into, um, and I'm intrigued how how they're they're linking this in with this kind of era, and and you know what it means to do this in 1965. Um, so I'm 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 in I'm in for the rest of it. I think so too. I don't know. I, I it is it's piqued my interest enough to for me to watch at least that second episode. I think. I don't know about everybody else. I will watch it. If we <laughs> I will watch it. If yeah. we must, yes. I'll keep watching. Oh, also, what did you guys think? Okay, going back to kind of the, um, sorry, uh, the, the uh, use of music also. Because hmm. uh, uh, like the first one, what was the first one? They did the whole like slow version of. They had a uh, dance hall too. Uh, and this is actually a good kind of transition to we're going to talk about Umbrella Academy later, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, I, mean, I have yeah. thoughts of the music God on that it. one. Oh, there's, there's go on. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. So, I just got the two mixed up music-wise really quick. No, yeah. Well, well, yeah. So there's a lot of use of period music to kind of set right. the time. And oh, then, yeah. Uh, it's kind of like old-school horror music. No, no, no. Yeah, like heightened moments of action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very dramatic. Where where it was like there's a rap or so, something contemporary. It was a rap, yeah. Kind, it was of, contemporary kind of pull to to heighten the action, uh, which right. I thought was kind of fascinating. And again, yeah, like something we'll talk about when we get to Umbrella Academy, which happens right now. So Umbrella Academy episode season two episode one. Um, general general um impressions. What do y'all think? It feels like a lot of the same. It's like a lot, a lot of the same. I feel like they got to the end of season one and they're like, where do we go from here? I know. We'll just repeat it in the 60s. Right. Although I will say, go on, go on. Well, I mean, okay, let let me ask this. Did you guys enjoy season one? I was very entertaining. I enjoyed it 50% of the time. Yeah. Me, the other same. 50% of the time, I thought it was over the top. It was just too much. I was trying was way the- too hard, right? I, I didn't even think it was over the top. I, I thought it was... Well, I guess it was over like like it, it was overdoing what uh, the messages it was trying to send, and I was like, yeah, it was trying too hard. Yeah, it, it was like, it was like trying, it was trying too hard to be edgy and cool and different I and fantastical. Yeah. By 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 episode seven, I think I skipped an entire episode because I was like, you I did not really. Yeah. I was, <laughs> and I was like, okay, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. like I can tell just by because I scrubbed through it and I was like I know exactly what's going to happen. Where, yeah, exactly. By, by like like seeing what is happening on the screen without. And any, there was like, so much that right. could have been so much fat could have been trimmed off. Right. Yeah. Like uh, Klaus's escapades in 1970s Vietnam, mm. oh, and right, he right. has like a lover who dies, and then they don't bring it back. <laughs> Important though, is it? Who was it? How is that important? Why? Why? Why was that important? Okay, here's the thing I don't think it's. Right? I don't think it was important to the plot. I think it, it was important uh, socially. Just, yes, but we didn't get to experience it. So right. that's lazy storytelling. So to me, actually, the the thing about Umbrella Academy that kind of really makes it stand out to me is right. that it is it is not talking about plot driven or not. Right? Mm-hmm. Is that the plot is secondary to the emotional arc and journey of these individual characters, right? There, there's, there's, a, there's a theme of 
of when they have power, uh, does it improve their life or not? Or does it make, you know, and, and, and very much it's very deconstructive of what it means to be a hero, uh, uh, how the mundane life is affected, right? So for him, right, this that that journey of, of trying to deal with this, this the, 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 the hell of going through war, falling in love and loss, right? right? And all his power does nothing for that. In fact, it, it, it only... It only makes it worse because right. he connects with the dead, right? I mean, for all of these characters, their powers are mu very much a curse, whether it isolates them or, or you know, or keeps them apart from each other. Well, I, I see that, but like the 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 question is like, um, what, was that too drawn out? Like, I don't think it was drawn out enough, honestly. I, I, I would have loved to have been there, you know, oh, have right. experienced okay. it. Take several episodes, tell the story of him Is in he? Vietnam. You know, I would have, I think I would have been moved. And then his lover dies tragically in the war. I would have been like, oh, I love Klaus even more now. But instead, lot, right. we get this Got truncated, that. I don't know. It, it came off as a lot of uh, tell, not show. And uh, yeah. Um, I don't mind that it was in there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I mind mean, that it was in there. It was just the way yeah. it was in which it was told. Yeah. Right. Going back to season two, episode one, though. I mean, there's right. so many, there's so many <laughs> tropes that keep getting recycled that mm -hmm. I think were were half addressed in the first season, and I like, like doubt what? that they're going to like fully address it now. Which oh, is that? Such as you know, which is that Vanya has another like episodic. We have to save the world again from a Vanya-induced right. apocalypse. She mm -hmm. conveniently has amnesia. amnesia. <laughs> <laughs> Inevitably, will arrive at a conclusion where she remembers everything. And yeah. it's oh God, be the it's end true. Of season one again, and then she's going to have to deal with the the oh, accumulated true. emotional interest of her yeah. siblings having betrayed her and then saved her and then whatnot. I really you know could I mean? use a lot less like um of vanya being like uh, a mystery box i really could yeah <laughs> yeah let's just five. unravel it already yeah, yeah. i mean five and number five again. my boyfriend there, there, i mean there's so many things that are similar five is again the time traveler that has to tie all the story time storylines together yeah yeah. Like, yeah, 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 um, yeah 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 she has to go fetch all the other characters and tell yeah, them that this is bring them together yeah you know what i mean like you have to deposit siblings in different ways and you have to get them together which is like going to take you know at least half the season if not more yeah and it's know? so convenient that some are placed in one year and some are placed yeah. in another year because it's all going to tie in later and they need them to do that plot exactly. plot wise and they got rid of the uh uh the Chacha. main villain from last season and what about those uh, two agents including mary j Blige? the two agents yeah yeah, yeah. and the waitress you saw one of them you saw yeah. hazel but he saw hazel and he, he died yeah, yeah. he got shot yeah. And then, what about that waitress chick he was trying to elope with? Remember she, her? He died. Yeah. Oh she my died. god! What the heck? You mentioned it. She had cancer. Mm. Yeah. What? Oh yeah. my god! Got and all that. Are you kidding me? Actually, you know, to, to me, to me, I, I, it didn't bother me to me because to me, they, to me, uh, they've created a format. They've created, uh, you know, a method. Right? It's like right. We don't. We don't. Um, we don't bash on Indiana Jones because every Indiana Jones movie follows the same format and the same story beats. In fact, it's the same story beats that every James Bond film hits, right? Because this is the form. This is the genre, right? So to me, I mean, I'm like, okay, so now you've put it in this new setting. You've created these new situations. Um, um, the idea of putting, oh gosh, what's her name? Uh, 
Allison. 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 A way more interesting situation to be her in. Her arc is actually really interesting because she's almost Lovecraft country, right? Like I know, exactly. Just it's the same thing. Yeah. Right. In the same time yeah. period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will say also, um, I, I have actually watched through the whole show. So, oh. I have a so you have some kind of, right. Oh. So um, I am limiting what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I do want to say I recognize that it, there is definitely a um, a formula here, and I a don't niche, necessarily yeah. right. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. fault it for that. Um, I do want to see how they execute it, of course, because I mean that's that's kind of the great balancing act. You can have a formula, right? Mm-hmm. But um, is it going to be entertaining enough for people to not see through? Um, you know, the see through the of, facade. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. And um, uh, for right now, I think that first episode, I'm moder- moderately interested. Um, I like that there is a clearer goal this time mm-hmm. as opposed to the first season yeah. where it was like, oh, they're here to um, to uh, celebrate or mourn their dad's uh, passing, but we never really knew what their what goal was. was. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So this one, we have an apocalypse. It might be tropey, but like, I just do want to see how this is going to be brought to completion. Yeah, fair. I mean, I, I think, you know, I can see why Umbrella Academy is so entertaining. You know, right. it's like a niche genre. It's like super stylish. People, it's stylistic, right? Mm-hmm. Like people who like pop culture, people who like the superhero genre, people who like teen drama, like they're going to gravitate towards this um, because it presents its tropes like so clearly, you know, right. and people who enjoy this would definitely like, I don't know, cut themselves off from like weighing this with the same, I guess, like critical eye as they would view the first season of Game of Thrones, for example. You know what I mean? I feel like, yeah. I think you definitely different yeah. standards, right? And um, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's a matter of taste. But um, I, I'm going to keep on watching. I mean, <laughs> it's not like it's not City of Angels yet. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I took you guys' recommendation, uh, I, and I and I hear it's it's City of Angels is is canceled now, isn't it? It is. Oh, is yeah. it? You guys, people watched our podcast. <laughs> they came to their senses. They realized Whoa. this show sucks. But but but, but I have kinda, heard I a lot sad of now. sadness from the uh, from sad. the, Latin, the, 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 yeah. the Latinx community. Yeah. Uh, about that. Oh man, I, I don't know. A small part of me was still hoping like maybe they'll get to their shit together in the next season. But yeah, I always hope that. It's but it's dead, yeah. man. It's dead. Um. Oh. Anyway, so Anyways, uh, yeah. Umbrella Academy. Yeah, Umbrella Academy. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, it's a thing. Yeah. Um, but we're going to move on <sighs> to uh, DC Fandom, which is. Um, I keep thinking you're of- trying to say fandom, but but it really is fandom. fandom. Like, yeah. You fob. Why are you saying fandom? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why is it fandom? Is the DC fandom? fandom. <laughs> Wait, um, really? But yeah, uh, oh. um, um, it's fandom. Yeah, Andy. Um, so let us know. I know we. Uh, the basic thing is that it's a uh, basically an online con. It's they're doing whatever whatever they would have done in Hall H during Comic Con, but oh, uh, gotcha. on the internet. Okay. So um, yeah, but so, I think uh, Andy is one who actually like actually sat there and watched through all of it. So uh, what were your impressions? Well, you know, the the thing that's most fascinating to me uh, about this really is the context of everything, right? So first of all, of course, you have Comic-Con, which, of course, you know, 
quickly went online and quickly tried to figure out how they were doing that. Uh, and DC made the conscious decision of we're going to step back and we're going to announce that we're doing this other thing, right? Then you have also all of this other stuff, right? AT&T uh, bought um, Warner Warner Entertainment in like 2018. Um, you have uh, in June, they they dropped their long-term uh, uh, relationship with Diamond uh, Distributions. So all of their comics are basically going mostly all direct uh, uh, digital distributions um, um, other than some, some mail order, I think, that they, they developed a new uh, relationship with. They also uh, announced all of their new content for the DC Universe app was going to HBO Max. And then, of course, two weeks ago, they announced a massive layoff, right. which uh, basically decimated yeah. their, their, their editorial uh, staff. Uh, this is actually just DC. So right. about a third of their editorial staff got laid off. And the choice to do that two weeks before this event was kind of ballsy and kind of phenomenally, amazingly smart. Because... Oh to go with this kind of massive kind of cleaning house and then right. <clears throat> two weeks later go with this huge hype machine to basically do an online con. Yeah, that was absolutely planned. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> they had to like, you know, um, uh, improve their, their public opinion after that, such a big layoff. Well, and you kind of wonder how right. much of that editorial staff that got, co- uh, that got, got laid off knew this was coming or not. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Because this is such a calculated move. Mm-hmm. Um, Very much yeah. so, I'd say. But that said, you know, we had a... They, they also did some last-minute changes where they switched it up so that they were going to do one whole weekend with two days of, of content. And instead, they did one day, Saturday, and then they announced at the last minute they were moving the rest of the content to September uh, September 13th, I believe? September 12th, Right. So they're doing, they did all of their big movie uh, reveals and panels and everything for this last Saturday. And then they've moved everything, given like a three, a three week gap for this buzz machine to kind right. of do everything that a con does before they reconfirm and reaffirm everything. So I, I think it's just kind of amazing, just, just on the nuts and bolts sides, it's kind of brilliant business moves uh, uh, on their part. And, you know, I, I'm kind of sad to see DC Universe app go the wayside. Which was great. It was a great app that everybody slept on. Like, everybody I know. It, 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 didn't, it didn't quite catch on. I, I also love that it was like it was movies, animation, and comics, right? And like, comics. This is That's the, part that everybody forgets. Like the entirety of, of, the, of the catalog. Well, a, a good chunk of the catalog. Yeah. So anyways, getting specifically to the event this weekend, right? We had... We had a lot of stuff. We had the, uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, we had the Wonder Woman trailer. We had our first mm-hmm. look at oh my God. Uh, Kristen Wiig as, as, the, uh, as the cheetah. Right. <laughs> Didn't look like cats, so that's a good thing. No <laughs> that's God. always a good thing. And I'm, I'm actually... Cats. Buttholes. I do want to put a butthole. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also excited to kind of see a more kind of intense, you know, dramatic or melodramatic Kristen Wiig uh, mm-hmm. and see what she does with this. Uh, we also this saw Pedro Pascal. I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, we, we, we see Pedro Pascal as Maxwell Lord and get a little bit more background in terms of what the premise of, 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 uh, of the movie is with this idea of wishes being granted. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. We also saw the full cast of Suicide Squad together. Uh, right. And oh. also the first look of footage for that. Of course, there was a reveal. The no of, uh, Jared Leto, or huh? 
No, no Jared, Jared Leto. Leto. But yeah. there are so many people in this cast. Thank God. I mean, not that I don't mm-hmm. like him, but like, we don't need another Joker story. We yeah. don't. <laughs> the <laughs> Phoenix, Walking yeah. Phoenix gives the definitive one in my head. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> yes! He's okay. We had a uh, reveal of more amazing. footage of the Snyder Cut or the Snyder Cut, uh, I guess streaming series i guess now right that will be it's coming. a series yeah it's not the it's not a film it's not a feature i think it's a four-part series right so we uh, do, do we know how, how many parts it is i don't I know i thought i heard it was four parts but i, I might have been mistaken i, was I, kind I, of I know it's like the four-hour cut but i don't know if that's like half hour episodes right. four hour. parts yeah, yeah. I, was, I was surprised about that too because you know they were talking so much about like the snyder cut then all of a sudden they're like no it's a mini series <laughs> i'm like whoa so they're gonna do like yeah it's gonna be like chernobyl or it's like you know like four four one hour long episodes or or what you know so i don't think they did say how long it's gonna be yeah they're probably still um Aaron <laughs> chat says four parts Four parts. Okay. Okay. So that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. probably like four one hours. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, four hour long pieces from Fred Fraser. Yep. Yeah. We also got to see uh, a little bit of uh, uh, concept art for the new Flash movie, which right. will include both Batmans, both uh, Batfleck, Michael Keaton Batman, and Michael Keaton Batman. Yeah. Uh, we also got uh, some. They did a really interesting thing uh, for Black Adam, where it was The Rock in his CGI <laughs> right. fortress. Uh, talking about uh, the Black Adam movie and just basically intercut with um, basically comic art panels uh, talking about what the movie will be. Uh, uh, you know, the other thing too, right, beyond all of the, the movie reveals and all kind of the hype machine, uh, I was really excited about all the fan art, all the cosplay, all the kind of unusual things that you got to see. They even did uh, a portfolio review that Jim Lee basically took took in uh, like five people's art and did right. a review on camera. And you just get to see Jim Lee rip apart this amazing art and go, okay, you you could do some more you with the lighting. This. Your four your four short your four short is like a lot. Yeah, I did see that. That I was did. that was a good point because during the Wonder Woman portion. They did like a cosplay review of like Wonder Woman cosplayers yeah. with Gal Gadot. Yeah. So she was like, oh my God, this looks amazing. And yeah, and that was like really, really cool because it was just like, yeah, they had her. And then they had Linda Carter show up too. Which yeah. Is like, yeah, she showed up. She showed up. And I was nice. like, oh my God, she still looks amazing. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, she's, she's crazy. This, you know, it's crazy. So yeah. I mean, this is the thing I was talking about. Uh, another friend, another podcaster friend of mine, uh, Mr. Ben Jover, the Eight Bit Cubist. Uh, uh, this was given us comic, like real Comic Con vibes, right? Right. Um, and that was Comic Con at home. Yeah, yeah, and and it's like this was kind of what Comic Con could have been, uh, uh, which was kind of great to see, actually, of talking about how we evolve the the, the medium and in, in, in the genre forward. I almost feel like um, because everybody has been putting on like some kind of online con, this is they took all the lessons from, you know, what worked and what didn't uh, over this past summer. And um, they created this, which it seems it seems for like in a lot of people's opinion is uh, probably the best that you can do in terms of having a con online. So, um, yeah, it is kind of cool. Um, what we haven't talked about yet and uh, we are running out of time is uh, the Batman trailer. The Matt Reeves yeah. movie. Robert Pattinson. Yeah. And I think all the naysayers are going to be eating crow. <laughs> the I, what? The naysayers are going to be eating crow. Oh, I think so. Yeah. I think so. He's I on feel, the up and up. 
He is. And I, I've never thought that he was like a bad actor. I mean, the, the, you well, know. have you recently watched Twilight? Well, I mean, I'm exactly. not going <laughs> to fault him for that for that, well, that movie. Even he criticizes himself. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying that's who he was. Right. But I heard The Lighthouse from last year is like insanely amazing and that it was snubbed mm. for an Oscar. Have you seen it? Is it good? Yeah, I saw it. It's good. Is he good in it? He's he's great in it. Yeah, him. He, I mean, it's hard to hold. I don't know. It's, it's like a battle of wills because like, I mean, Willem Dafoe is... Fucking well, fantastic yeah. yeah and um and yeah our path is also great i'm like i'm thinking about like his other stuff too okay. like water for elephants i i've seen him water in stuff that i've liked all right yeah what, right. did you see the one where it was like childhood of a dictator or something like that i didn't mm-hmm. see that one but I like i really want to see it it looks it, it's always weird to me when like fans go around and then they um they naysay like somebody for a role and i'm like you have no idea you don't know like, you people said that about keith ledger right Remember? they did Oh, I said that about Heath Ledger, and I like Heath him. Ledger. I mean, I said that about every Batman. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. But and some Batmans are better than others. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that said, but, we're, uh, you know, we're, we're seeing, you know, footage of a very gritty, really dark, you know. And like a noir, uh, noir. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it looks like a detective almost, right? Kind of 70s right? noir, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, and kind of drawing from Long Halloween and Dark Vic- Victory as, mm-hmm. as you know, some of these classic uh, Tim Sale, Jeff Loeb stories right. as, as, the, as the blueprint for this. Um, I'm excited for this. I'm, you know, and I'm a big Batman reader from, from you know, the 90s and late mm-hmm. 80s. See, I'm, uh, I watched what? the animated show. Bruce that that animated show is still the definitive like Yeah, it was a good show. The, the definitive like Batman's uh property for me. But yeah. what I'm really looking forward to in this is like the 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 prospect of having like an like an introspective, like psychological look into Batman. Yeah. Which is um mm-hmm. I feel like we're what we're gonna see. Yeah, um yeah. Well, and also the world's greatest detective side of it, which is right, 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 right. Yeah, and, it, I mean, and that was the the, the great thing about Riddler. Halloween yeah. and Riddler, right? Well, well there's three. There are th- there are three villains this time, right? More, uh, probably more. What? Because because to do a, a full on detective story, because uh, what's the name is in it too? Uh, uh, Colin, Colin Farrell Colin is Farrell's the penguin. Right. The penguin. The penguin. Uh, wow. They named the Riddler. Catwoman is Paul Paul Dano. My girlfriend's in it. So Zoe Kravitz. And of course the yes. Falcone family. Wait, is Zoe Kravitz? Take Paul Dano. Cat- She's Catwoman, yeah. Lena Kyle. Oh, Get ready, bitch. Get ready. Oh, and you, and you see a shot of her. You know, that's another thing, too. All the design yeah. choices are Catwoman in basically a, literally a cutout screen. Yeah. Dude, uh, that Batmobile is that, fucking heat, and it's literally yeah. like just welded on like roll cage. But same right. thing with Batman's outfit; his mask he just like slips on, right? Yeah. It's not it's not one of those high tech things from the Nolan films, right? Mm, yeah. I'm not exactly sure. It, it, yeah. he, in the trailer, he takes it off just like that. Like, oh really? Almost, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I missed that. I'll have to look. Go watch it. Um, it a few but, times. Yeah, Batmobile, Batmobile is uh, sexy. Gabriel Bosco, the uh, era of Batman they chose, and I didn't connect the title amongst the dark noise. Damn. Fred is spot on. Oh, that's Pangigri. But yeah, um, gosh, a lot of stuff to look forward to. That that trailer does look great. Um, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see more of it. But uh, that brings us to the end of this show. I want to thank everybody uh, for joining us. Everybody in chat, thank you for uh, interacting 
um, with us today. Um, oh, shout out to our special guest host, Andy Lowe. Thank you for joining us tonight. Yay! And of course, shout out to uh, our, our special guest, Francois Chow, for the Thank amazing you. talk. Thank so, you, um, Again, we are back for the at least for, ne for the next three weeks here, uh, 8 p.m., on Mondays here at um, twitch.tv slash pangeekery. Do join us for streams for the rest of the week. Our streaming schedule is up um, on our Twitch. And uh, hit us up on all the socials. Um, hit us up on Discord. Uh, Y'all are the best. But uh, we'll see you next week for sure. And uh, thank you to the cast and crew, to Rodney. Happy birthday again, brother. Yeah. Um, and then next week, my seat will be taken by. What was that? And then next week, my seat will be taken by. Um, next week, who are we? Who do we have? Chelsea we have Charles. We have Chuck Babb in uh, the guest host seat to interview Chessie Bites with us. Right. And so, uh, the week uh, after that, we have hopefully Daisuke Tuji back again as yeah. guest host to interview and Karen Huey so we can yeah. round out our interview. Our, <laughs> know, our, ghost, yeah. our ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, <laughs> I know. Yeah. But thank you, everybody. Uh, everybody, uh, thank you. Have a good night. Take care, and we'll see you soon. All right. Peace. Thank you so much for having me. Bye. Bye. Bye.